Hi, I'm Dr. Aaron DeForest with Dental Tech Up for all your dental technology review needs. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about what I think is maybe holding back dentistry a little bit and what we could do to really move forward. I'm going to talk about what you should think about before buying, you know, any kind of software or hardware and just a lot of questions I get in emails that I always kind of respond to, but I figure, hey, if I'm always responding to emails, I might as well kind of tell you guys what my thoughts are and see if I can help more people who maybe possibly aren't emailing me. And my email is down below in the link or down below in the audio and video description, depending on how you're listening or watching this. So if you guys do have any questions, feel free to email me. I always enjoy, you know, responding back, seeing if I can help you guys in any way. So I, uh, I enjoy it. So let's get on to kind of my thoughts. So one of the things I think holding dentistry back is kind of like the lack of sharing resources. Um, I, I think about this as with Dental Tech Up, I feel like this is a sharing resource by maybe sharing a consultant. So I look at all the products, I look at the software and I create a video and put it out there. And I'm just trying to share the resource of, you know, of uh, dental technology and my thoughts and my thoughts on the software and the products that I use. And it's one of those things that we have, we also have Facebook. And I think that's also a very good um, way to share the resources of dentistry. But I think we could do a better job at it and do more. And so that's one of the things that's kind of holding dentistry back. And this goes into what I say, dental software and hardware needing to kind of parallel the reality of normal technology. So what I mean about that is, okay, when we get so niche into dentistry, we it makes things so expensive that you really couldn't make a, let's say you couldn't make a computer specifically for dentistry when I'm thinking like Mac or an iPad. So dentistry really needs to start looking at things that, you know, where is all the money going in technology today? And I would argue that all the money is going into iPads. So with the iPad Pro, if you've watched the new, the latest drop from Apple, their last video, they talked about how they're putting their new, um, I believe it's M1 chip into the iPad Pros, which their iPad Pros already had a very fast chip into it for the processing. And now it's getting the same chip as all of their computers. So what does this mean? This means Apple is, of course, very slow into adopting new things into any of their ecosystem. And I think this is a big deal because this means that, hey, Apple sees, okay, we're not only, you know, using the same chip in our regular computers, but now we're starting to use it in our touchscreen interfaces, our iPads. And eventually, they're slowly going to merge the two is, is my thought on the whole idea. And so really, this is going to be able to allow Apple to put all their money in the same kind of like pile their computers and their iPads, maybe 10 years from now, will have the same interface. But right now, they're definitely putting a lot of money and a lot of research and development into their iPads. And as Windows computers are starting to, you know, take off as their Surface Pros and whatnot, they are, you know, touchscreen. And so this is just, my thought is we need to start paralleling our technology with what the big guys are doing. We can no longer just say, okay, well, this is what we want to do. Or, you know, software companies or hardware companies are saying, well, this is what has been done in the past, and we're just going to keep continuing to do that. Right now, I think the big thing is, is 
had that big screen on your um, front wall in front of your um, patient operatory so they can see any pictures you take of them or you can show them anything. And you have the desktop in the back. Well, that's great and all. Like, I, I understand that's a great way to do things and it works. But where else in the world is that being done at? I mean, so I'm thinking, do you do that at your, do you do that at home? How often do you mirror your computer to your TV? There's the Apple, uh, Apple TV that allows you to do that. But overall, it's not used that well. What is being used a lot is iPads and phone, cell phones. So I think if we can start paralleling the technology to go for that, we're going to win big time as dentists. And it's just going to make things a lot cheaper for us and just a lot more efficient if, if we can start thinking in that mindset that, hey, iPads are the future. Let's, let's start seeing how we can you know optimize this so we can help dentists and we can... We can hand the iPad to the patient, as I showed in my Consult Pro video. That, and I'll link that in the video description if you guys haven't already. But with the Consult Pro video, the whole idea with Consult Pro is that it is a patient education software, and they're doing it through Chrome, which I think is good because you definitely you don't want to do it through the Apple App Store, unfortunately. That that way is going to minimize the amount of dentists that can use it. So the fact that they're using it cloud-based through Chrome is going to reach the most amount of dentists, and I think that's the right way to do cloud software. So, But what I think it should also be done is be placed where when you look at it on an iPad, that it works perfect for an iPad. So I think having Consult Pro, the patient education software, where you could just hand the iPad to the patient and have them hit play, have them turn the volume up, have them be able to hit replay or rewind, fast forward, and kind of touch or kind of go through all of the different procedures themselves and really just allow them to explore procedures, ask questions and bring them farther into it is what I think is great about using iPads. And I think that's where we should kind of, that's where we should move towards. And this goes along with other stuff with the iPad. So iPads have face ID. They also have, I believe the iPad Air has the finger or touch ID. So if you have a face mask on, you can use your finger and it will, you know, recognize and turn or open it up. It has cameras. So with companies like practice management softwares like Dovetail, you could go into the patient's chart. If you need to take a picture of maybe their insurance card, you just wanted to get real quick. You could go through the, um, go through the patient's information. You kind of swipe over and now you can actually upload a file onto the software and you can hit camera. And so right then there, you can take a picture of the ID, it'll upload it straight to the patient's um, folder, and now you have it versus what most people would do is scan it, write it down, whatever you might do. With having an iPad that has the camera on it already, you can have anyone in your office do it. You don't have to walk up to the front of the office. You don't have to give it to the front you know, office manager and have them scan it. You could do it right then and there when the patient's back in the chair, if they forgot to do it initially, anywhere they're at, they can do that. So I think that's just another highlight of where I think iPads just make things more efficient and why paralleling this technology with dental technology is going to move dentists forward versus just kind of standing still. And overall, it's, it's just going to make things better. And this also goes with, I did, if you guys listen to my podcast 
where I talked to the Cambridge AI engineer with uh, Kuroku. I used it on an iPad. Um, it just was nice and easy. You, you just press buttons and it filled out and created notes and it's supposed to get better the more and more you use it for your note taking. So my thought is, okay, you no longer have to, if you're at their desktop or if you're at a, you have to go to a workstation to fill out your notes, the dentist, the assistant, whoever walks around the iPad and at any time can fill out the note, can see what notes they need to do and just easily fill them out. And you make it, it's just going to make it a lot better. And we're just following the technology versus trying to make special accommodations for a dental office that just makes things really, in my mind, more of a headache technology wise. If you're trying to do something special for uh, dentistry, it's just going to make it more expensive and you're just going to lose a lot of benefits of where all the money, you know, with the top players is going anyways. So that that's kind of my thought on how paralleling where technology is going is going to help dentistry and not hold us back. So, and for those thinking, I would love to have Mac everything. Believe me, that's, I would, I would like that also. I'd like to have Mac computers, maybe, you know, front office in the back ops also, you know, with just kind of going around with the iPads. But right now, as far as I can tell, if you do Mac computers, you're going to be limiting yourself in your upgradeability, uh, up, updatability, upgradeability. I don't know if that's whichever word is correct. It's going to prevent you from updating easily in the future as of now. When I've looked through software and I've looked through, you know, x-ray systems, um, internal cameras, everything's made for Windows. It just is. It's just the state of dentistry right now. Um, so I would think as of now, I would say I would stay clear of Mac computers for imaging. Now, I know you just said, well, I talk, you know, you, I just said iPads all the way. Well, iPads is special because it has Chrome, it has a web browser, and you can do stuff on websites with it. But I would not, as of now, think about iPads and Mac all together and then finding a specific digital x-ray sensor or internal camera system company to, uh, to, to go with just because they work with Mac. And let's, let's think about why this is. So why this is, is because the future of technology is really kind of coming at us quick. As I talk to these AI companies, it, it really makes me realize that AI is the future. And to, to kind of, to get aligned with AI, we're going to have to be able to upgrade at any moment. We don't know what company or what software is going to work best with AI. And if you decide to go with Mac and you're stuck with a specific software or hardware company, and well, AI most likely isn't going to go to Mac first. I mean, I, I don't know, but... AI, AI software companies probably are going to integrate with companies that use Windows computers for majority of things. If it's server-based, that's probably what I'm thinking. If it's cloud-based, then it, it may not matter. It may not matter, but at the same time, the hardware component will probably still work with Windows best. And I hope that someday, you know, it changes to Mac, but... 
that is my thought on why you almost, for the near future, iPads is great for everything, patient interaction, dentist interaction with software, but as far as imaging goes, you're going to have to stick with Windows for now. And even with printers and scanners, most drivers for that are going to be on Windows, and it's just a safe way to go if you always want to keep your practice up to date. Now, hopefully that changes. Hopefully I can eat these words and, <laughs> I don't know, as soon as possible. But for right now, I think to play it safe, I would go with Windows computers for, um, for any operatories and front, front desks. So that, that kind of summarizes where I think dental technology is for now, where I think it's going. And then the one thing I want to touch on that I talk to a lot of um, listeners and viewers on is they kind of say, okay, well, here's a specific software I want. What do you think? And I tell them, oh, well, this is kind of what I think. And, you know, they've already decided. But what I don't think many people are doing is really becoming proactive before they um, buy the software or before they buy the hardware. As, a, as someone who's about to buy something for a business, it is very different than buying something for your personal life. When you buy an iPad or a Mac computer for your personal life, you know, why, you know what you do on a day-to-day activity. You know what the value it brings to you. When you buy an iPhone, you know you're using it every minute. It's not a question of if you're going to get your money's worth. It's, you know, how how much, you know, are you, what I say, it's, it's just going to be, you know what you're doing. Like, there's no question. You know exactly what, what it does to a degree. Now, when buying something for a business, you need to start thinking a little bit differently. Just because it's a software that you like or it's a hardware that you like, it's not something that you're going to use every single minute of the day. It's not something that you might realize exactly what it does or what it doesn't do. And so you need to really start writing down what you're going to do on a day-to-day basis with it. So if it's a cl- if it's like a practice management software, cloud-based or uh, server-based, you need to kind of lay out your day-to-day what you're going to do, you need to create systems for it, I would say, before you even purchase it. So think about, okay, this is what the dentist does. This is what procedures they do. And this is what you have to deal with insurance for it. This is the, you know, this is the process of what we have to do for insurance for each one of these procedures. Can this be done? Okay, you have to write notes after each patient. What does that look like? This is what the assistant will be doing. Does it do that? And this is what the front desk is doing. Does it do that? And so you gotta, you need to write your systems down. And you just need to do bullet points at this point. You need to bullet point what systems you're going to be doing. And so that is a day-to-day basis. Now maybe you need to think about maybe some analytics of what do we do financially? So what you do every single day, do you do daily, weekly, monthly, yearly finances? And have that down. Write that down and 
get an idea of what that looks like so that you are prepared to make sure that the software does it um, before you purchase it. And I think if you create this, if you just do a quick outline of everything that you plan on doing in your office, and you can do that with the software, then you have a match. You know that is something, you know the software that you're about to purchase will work for you on your daily, you know, daily uh, practice. And so if you think about that, that really makes a lot more sense than just kind of getting a demo of a software and saying, okay, that looks good. Um, it's not the same as buying an iPad or an iPhone. You, you need to make sure that it works for your practice and it works for what you're going to be doing with it. And I think that will make you much happier and make you much less stressful as you look for something to purchase. And that, that kind of concludes my ideas of what's holding dentistry back. We need to start sharing resources, such as I do with Dental Tech Up. Um, and we start need up looking at what's out there and start working with um, technology that will parallel um, the rest of the world. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Comment down below. You can also email me. I'll leave my email in the video and audio description. If you guys haven't already, consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. We also just released a uh, Polaroid P31 intro camera review video on the main channel. And this video I looked at, it has three different uh, vision modes. It has an ultraviolet mode, which I thought was really interesting. It really made uh, it really made calculus stand out on teeth. It made grooves stand out. It was pretty interesting. And then also has an infrared mode. So the infrared mode really allowed you to almost look through teeth. And it kind of made teeth, how I explained, look like glass. So I, th I thought it was pretty interesting. I'll link that video down below in the audio description and the video description. So if you guys want to check that out. And until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a review on Apple uh, Podcast, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.